It's a great day to innovate. Hey everyone, welcome to the MD Plus Podcast. We're an international group of aspiring physician innovators, and we hope to cover everything surrounding healthcare innovation and transformation. From biotech to venture capital, from digital health to femtech, we bring you premier content and thought leader interviews from across the globe and across industries. I'm your host, Jeff Bacobo, one of MD Plus's executive team members. Let's kick off this episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the MD Plus podcast. By way of intro, I'm Jeff Bacobo, and we'll be leading this podcast along with other executive board members at MD Plus. So I recently graduated med school and will actually be heading to Boston Consulting Group in a few months before continuing my clinical training down the line. Enough about me, though. I'm super excited to be joined by our special guest, our very own MD Plus founder, Sherman Leung. Sherman is an incoming emergency medicine resident at Stanford and a venture fellow at Andreessen Horowitz. Welcome to the show, Sherman. Thanks so much, Jeff. No, excited to be here and, and honored to be one of the first guests on this podcast. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Definitely wanted to kind of pick your brain about MD+. So would love to kick this off by, you know, just hearing more about your background as well as the genesis of MD+. Appreciate that, Jeff. Yeah, well, yeah, my background and story to medicine, I think, is mirrors a lot of the, the reasons why we started MD+, at the beginning. So yeah, I'll rewind all the way back to college. I think that's kind of where it started for me. Uh, I was a Stanford undergraduate. I studied computer science and, you know, kind of com- combined both the machine learning research at Stanford and also pre-med courses as I was doing kind of both sides um, of my undergraduate studies there. And then decided to pursue a master's. I call it like a fake MBA in management science because uh, I was also interested in like kind of the systems um, problems around healthcare. And I felt like uh, management science and business fundamentals really gave me a better handle on that. Um, and then coming out of undergrad, I think I was struggling with uh, like a similar dilemma that faced many MD plus members where I was interested in medical school, but I knew I didn't want to go directly into medicine, at least right, right from undergrad. And so I worked as a digital health product manager, building um, hospital care coordination tools for about two years, and then also spent a year uh, working as an early stage healthcare investor. And through both of those experiences, I think working just like exclusively on like systems-based and technology-based sort of uh, levers of changing healthcare, I felt like, you know, at least personally for me, um, not being able to work with patients directly, not being able to work with patients one-on-one, it kind of felt like I was incompletely um, working on the the problems that I want to work on in healthcare. Um, That and also I think a lot of the problems that I had worked on as a technologist and as a venture capitalist. Um, I felt, uh, you know, was was created in, in the vacuum of not actually seeing patients and not really being able to to move the needle for patients personally. Um, and so, uh, you know, when I decided to go back to medical school, that was kind of the thesis is that, you know, hopefully that I could continue to nurture these technology and business interests of mine, uh, but gain sort of like this clinical perspective um, as a practicing clinician. Um, and so, yeah, during my first year, that's kind of where MD Plus started. I, I realized there was this huge gap for medical students very much like myself, even those of us that didn't uh, maybe take as many gap years as I did, but had a lot of interest outside of just pure clinical medicine. And when we approached our advisors, when we approached our medical schools, there just didn't seem to be as much support uh, for those of us that had sort of these clinical interests that wanted to merge with, you know, interest in like technology, business, policy, some of these systems-based problems in healthcare. And so, you know, it it really started from really humbly, I would say, like as as a dinner club. Um, back in the fall of 2019, uh, this is all pre-COVID, but uh, I, I had gotten a bunch of my friends together from the New York, different New York medical schools where we were all based, and we were all basically just having a peer therapy session, trying to understand like why was this you know so hard to to pursue interest on both sides and, and kind of the, the shared mutual problems that we had going through medical schools across the different years. 
And I think very quickly we realized that, no, we were super not alone in this problem. Um, and so as we told more of our friends about it, as we grew outside of the general New York ecosystem to other geographies, um, and especially accelerated by COVID, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of folks ended up finding a lot of value in MD+. And so we grew into the hundreds over 2020, quickly into the thousands. And yeah, very quickly, I think, started to find like this huge resonating, um, you know, kind of value prop and pain point that was shared across medical students that had kind of these dual interests. Um, and yeah, it's been really inspiring, Jeff, to see kind of like how it's grown over the years. Definitely, Sherman. Yeah, thank you. That's a really awesome story, uh, really cohesive. And, you know, you have such a varied background kind of from CS to medicine and now investing. It's really inspiring to see you create this community for folks with similar interests to yourself in these, you know, healthcare adjacent fields. And it's it's great to hear that it grew from like kind of its humbling roots at that dinner, that dinner party you talked about, dinner club, so to speak, and kind of how it grew naturally, um, you know, as kind of a remote and in-person community. So it's been awesome. And I've got to experience a lot of it firsthand too. Um, but speaking of this, and since kind of this episode's intent is to really introduce our audience to the essence and core values of MD+, what are some of the programming highlights in recent years at MD+, that you've helped lead or that, you know, our colleagues have led? Yeah, no, great question, Jeff. Um, no, it's been just amazing to kind of reflect over the years. Um, but I would say what jumps to mind most immediately, I think that captures the spirit of our community has been our innovation challenges. And so these innovation challenges, you know, kind of mirror like hackathons, if folks are familiar with hackathons, but spread out over the course of a couple of weeks. Um, but essentially, our innovation challenges give um, the opportunity for members across our, you know, thousands um, of members sort of uh, network to come together as teams, interdisciplinary teams to work on over the course of two or three months, like a, a brand new idea. Um, anything from like digital health to medical device innovation to like even like health policy proposals. And the goal is basically to bring people together that have very different backgrounds, perspectives um, in the guise of interdisciplinary innovation um, and teaching them kind of the core frameworks of like, how do you think through like a minimal viable product? How do you think through a business model? How do you think through go to market challenges and give them the tools to kind of like, you know, take their backgrounds and perspectives and turn those into uh, entrepreneurial ideas. And it's been incredibly successful. I think, you know, the first innovation challenge alone led to a couple of teams pursuing those projects even further across the summers, um, winning grants even from their medical schools and business schools to pursue those ideas even further. Um, and since then, we've hosted a second innovation challenge that was sponsored by a company called Royvent. Um, and, and another innovation challenge that's focused specifically on data science problems it's called a datathon. Um, but now I think, you know, reflecting on it, it's just, uh, you know, this, the spirit of MD Plus has always been around bringing people together um, to, to brainstorm creatively and think through, you know, new ideas that they uh, would, would, would only be able to come up with if they were in the presence of other folks that had different backgrounds. And I think that's, you know, very much the spirit of these innovation challenges. But, you know, speaking more personally, I think some of my, my fondest members have been even the, the more informal meetups that our community has organized. So, like, we, we do, like, these virtual happy hours uh, on a kind of, like, bi-monthly basis. Yeah. And we also have this like very active um, donut channel, which is like pairing people randomly across the whole community into you know one-on-one -on -one virtual coffees. And I think I've just met so many great people through those spontaneous kind of um, random sort of encounters um, that have yielded just just great conversations and great relationships over the years. Um, and then yeah, and you know, you know we've also hosted a, a bunch of offsites over the years. Jeff, you've been to a couple of them, where we've flown in our entire executive team. 
um, just to hang out and, and meet across the country, just uh, to share sort of like our experiences from different medical schools, but also to brainstorm how we can make this community the most valuable resource it can be for um, aspiring physician innovators. And so those have been some very special weekends and, 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 and memories for me as well. Yeah, amazing, Sherman. I mean, that there's so many initiatives that you just mentioned that are could that really activated our community. And I remember how much specifically our MD Plus community loved those challenges, specifically the innovation challenge with Roy Vant. Uh, we got so much engagement. It seems like it was only yesterday that we were collaborating with them, and even the Datathon too, uh, kind of securing grants and being able to to run a robust Datathon and have folks analyze a robust data set as well. So you know, it's exciting to see these initiatives be in place, be in the future, and also have have folks that are part of these challenges um, have projects come to fruition, like you mentioned, by earning grants and, you know, continuing to work on the projects. And maybe in the future, we'll see some MD plus company spin outs um, from yeah. folks that have been part of these and learned uh, through you and other other experts in the VC and kind of entrepreneurship world. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, on a related note, you know, when we think about um, how, when we think about impact specifically and how this community has been impactful for medical students, um, that are interested in these quote-unquote plus careers, what are some of your favorite anecdotes in the past few years or your favorite interactions that are memorable to you where, where students have really been impacted in a positive way by the MD plus community, whereas they may not have the resources at their own schools or the, the information at their own fingertips to, to kind of learn about these plus and healthcare adjacent fields? Yeah, Jeff. No, I think appreciate that question. I think honestly, some of the most um, inspiring and humbling stories that have come out of our group have been exactly some of those, you know, sort of examples where, you know, without the group, um, these members haven't, you know, just don't have the access to social capital or opportunities or exposure to even know right questions or opportunities that exist uh, in certain spaces. And so, you know, we've we've heard from just dozens of folks over the years. Who have found you know internships through our group or fellowships at you know different venture capital firms or digital health startups, even policy internships at different think tanks, um, and it's just been incredible to see how our community has enabled such a breadth, frankly, of these MD plus type explorations, um, all you know bringing together worlds of both clinical medicine but intersecting with business, biotech, policy, and technology, and I think that's just been really great to see. Um, and yeah, maybe share just some two two more personal funny examples. But uh, there there have been uh, examples of like MD MBA MD plus members who have found each other through the community and ended up deciding to be roommates because they were both uh, coming into UCLA as incoming residents in emergency medicine and anesthesia. Um, but you know, people that have become like actual personal friends, even roommates through them. Um, other MD plus members who have met co-founders actually through the group and decided to start companies. To your earlier point, so that's already happening. It's really exciting to see. Um, some of them that have gotten into Y Combinator or other sort of accelerators and even hired other MD Plus members. So I think it's just been a huge testament to show how the community, even in this young four-year journey, has already started to pay it forward to younger generations and really kind of um, open up doors uh, for folks to continue to explore these career paths. Um, so yeah, I think it's just been, those are some of the examples that come to mind. Definitely. Yeah. That, that's great, Sherman. And it's, it's really true. You know, I've seen it firsthand. So many, so many of these medical students kind of getting plugged in with, you know, say digital health communities, as you mentioned, or even, you know, VC internships, and they wouldn't have been able to do it without MD plus. So I'm sure the whole community is grateful for you and everybody running the organization for kind of providing them with this, you know, social capital and kind of these opportunities. Um, and you probably know my favorite story. My favorite story is probably back in 2020 when you mm. first reached out to me in that Slack group, Slack group film club, if you remember, um, yeah. where I had made an introduction about my med tech startup at the time. So really grateful for that, that Slack That's DM right. that you sent me because yeah. you pulled me into the community during its uh, very early days. 
So. Yeah, and it's come full circle, Jeff. I think to to see you come on to the executive team, pull in other medical students, and yeah, no, I think that's that's just one of many examples of how students continue to pull each other into this and, and how it's grown so organically. But thank you, thank you for that. For sure, Sherman. Yeah, um, and then kind of as a final question here, what do you envision for the future of MD Plus? Um, and you know, especially with you moving off to residency, I know you have um, uh, Lathan and Claire as your successor co-chairs, so to speak. But um, would love to hear what you envision for the future of MD Plus at the med student level, and maybe even at the resident level. Just just want to pick. Yeah. Yeah. No, great question, Jeff. It's very top of mind for me as especially as I enter residency. I think they're you know, this is really a lifelong community. It doesn't stop with obviously just medical school as, as, as you know, well, you know, yourself kind of graduating and moving on to your next chapter. But I think it's just incredibly interesting to reflect on how even our first four years, um, how we've watched like folks kind of make the med school to post-medical school transition, whether it's in residency or not, um, and continue on this kind of hybrid physician plus physician innovator journey. And, you know, as I think about it, like, you know, we've already benefited in the last four years from just really strong intergenerational mentorship between just even these four years of members. It, like, I, my mind just, like, it can't fathom, like, you know, as we grow to more years, as more generations kind of come into the network, how do we just continue to, to breed new fruit and give people more kind of access to, to different opportunities and different networks to plug into. And so, you know, when I think about the future of MD+, it's really like, you know, what's the future of the physician innovator persona? What is like, what, what are we going to be able to do in 10 years in terms of the career paths that have opened up? I think it's just been a really interesting um, question to think about is like, I think the, the the profile of what a physician can do just broadly in healthcare has totally changed over the last 10 years. And, and the hope is that MD plus is like a, a catalyst and continuing to reshape and redefine that definition for many years to come. Um, but no, I think in, in 10 years, we'll hopefully have like a, a wonderful reunion and it'll just be really inspiring to see like what the founding members of, you know, folks from our circles, Jeff, go off to do and, and how we continue to kind of like, uh, you know, just give back to the spirit of, of physician innovators um, that are continuing to to, to train and, and whatnot. But no, I think, um, you know, the last thing I wanted to say, I, I think it, it, it is important to, to think through that the really um important chapter that you have in medical school, specifically the question about if you're going to go on to residency. And that's why I think the leadership, at least for MD Plus, should continue to be run by medical students and why I intentionally wanted to, to leave that in the hands of med students like Lathan and Clara. Um, and one of the reasons is because, um, you know, when, when you're a medical student, you're actively thinking through a lot of these career transitions. And so being able to be led by a group of peers that are kind of thinking through those similar questions and not have like, you know, like a templated answer or like an answer by hindsight, for example, I think um, that that has always felt really organic uh, when I was in the executive seat. And so um, I'm hoping that we'll continue this to, to, to richly kind of um, inform the growth of the community moving forward. Definitely. Yeah, that, that's wonderful, Sherman. And, you know, it seems like MD Plus has organically grown into this kind of evergreen community of of medical students, residents, future physician innovators that, you know, top to bottom will be connected for, you know, in an evergreen fashion for, for the rest of our lives. So that that's really amazing that we were able to kind of create something like this. And under the helm of our of our new executive teams year after year, I think there's no chance that this won't take shape and it will definitely continue to grow in the way that it has. Um, but, you know, thanks so much for your time, Sherman. It's been a pleasure. Good luck next week at Stanford um, EM. They're very lucky to have you and good luck with your pursuits at Andreessen Horowitz. Um, good luck to have you as well. So um, yeah, thanks for your yeah. time. Thanks so much, Jeff. The pleasure's all mine. And congrats again on your own post-med school journey with BCG and excited to be cheering you on in this chapter. Appreciate that, Sherman. Um, well, that's it from us. Um, we hope you join us on our next episode of the MD Plus podcast. We'll keep talking to you about um, healthcare innovation um, in any field. 
So thanks everyone.